Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to episode 87 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. Client wins, how one-on-one coaching and consulting helps retail business owners. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. My intention for this episode is to share some of the wins of my one-on-one clients because I often get feedback about how many of you appreciate stories and the examples I share. They seem to really resonate with you because you can relate. You can understand those better rather than me just teaching without giving examples. I also want to explain the difference between coaching and consulting. Whether you work with me or whether you work with someone else, or even if you're just exploring the idea of hiring someone in this role, I want you to understand the difference And I wish it's something someone would have taken the time to explain to me years ago, what I'm actually going to cover in this episode. I recently had a conversation with a friend who made a comment about how there are so many business coaches out there and how do you know if someone is the right fit for you? And then even more importantly, how do you know if you'll get an ROI? Like, how do you know you're going to get a return on investment? I get it. Making an investment in coaching can be scary. So personally, a few years ago, I felt like I needed to make the investment myself because running a retail business, running my store and mostly selling physical products, you know, a physical product based business versus running an online service based business like Master Shopkeepers with memberships and courses and all the things that I offer, the two businesses are really, they're, they're different. So I made one not so great investment in coaching, and then I made one amazing investment in business coaching. Luckily, the first investment is what led me to the next person who I hired as my coach. So I feel like indirectly it was a win, But that was my experience or that has been my experience so far. So first, let's talk about a coach versus a consultant. I am actually both. I am a coach and a consultant, but I often use the term coach just to keep it simple. It seems to be what people understand, at least nowadays. I found a a helpful article by Small Biz Daily. We'll link it in the show notes that explains the difference, but I'm just going to break it down really quickly here. The article says, coaching stems from right-brained qualities such as curiosity, synergy, opportunity, evolution, and is future-focused. A business coach has a big picture perspective and helps you explore additional possibilities, illuminates bottlenecks or roadblocks and focuses on expanding your potential. Really, a coach asks you the right questions so that you can find out all of this about yourself. As a business coach, I can help you with mindset and alignment. Those are the two, probably the two of the biggest things that get uncovered or that we talk about during our sessions. I help you find your own answers when you're feeling stuck 
or when you feel like you're spinning your wheels, and I know as entrepreneurs, so many of us have those moments in our journeys that we feel like we're just spinning our wheels and we don't know where to go next and we don't know what to do next. I can help you so that you can define your mission, vision, and goals. I can help you stay in alignment with your core values, and this is something I've learned for myself and I think is extremely important, but sometimes we have to just sit down and identify what those are. So then next, the article describes what is a consultant, and this this says it's an expert who provides professional advice. They have a wide range of knowledge in a particular field and a toolbox of resources. Business consulting stems from left brain qualities that are linear, follow a specific process to solve problems, they test, measure data to make informed decisions, and are present and oriented, meaning you're working on your business now. And I think most of you know, probably don't know so much about my right brain, but you all know a lot about my left brain. As a business consultant, I can help you with the math, the systems, the data, I can help you understand the data in your business. Of course, I talk about sales reports, inventory reports, profit and loss statement, how to look at all of it, how to translate it so that you can understand it. I help clients make decisions around the data, and I can help you set up systems and processes in your business to lighten the load and help your business run more efficiently. So bottom line, a business coach helps you increase your personal capacity for long-term success providing guidance and support so that you can optimize your life and business. A business consultant helps you tackle the tasks on hand, providing immediate relief for your present needs. So that was the the rest of the, the explanation in the article. Again, we'll link it in the show notes. Shopkeepers across the country are expanding and opening up new locations by partnering with Honeycomb. Forward-thinking entrepreneurs like you that created your business for your consumers are unlocking much-needed funding by allowing your community and superfans to invest directly into your growth. To learn more about how Community Capital can help you open your next location while embracing your ability to market your brand and increase consumer engagement, visit honeycombcredit.com brand. That's Honeycomb credit.com slash brand. After owning Savvy Shopkeeper for almost five years now, I can confidently say that I am both a coach and a consultant. The simplest way for me to describe the journey business owners go through that results in success is the mantra or the, the phrase that I talked about in a previous episode, mindset first, math second. It helps you get your mind in the right place before you start doing the math. This is something I had to learn myself. I started in this field thinking that I would just more or less be, you know, fill that consultant kind of role, the educational role, the teaching lessons and the information and the, you know, covering information about learning about your data and all of that left brain stuff. I love my left brain self, but I had to learn to love the right brain too. And this means better results. It meant better results for me, and it means better results for my clients too. I can't tell you how many times my clients book me thinking we're going to work on the left brain stuff, 
but we end up working on the right brain stuff. Maybe the whole entire time during our sessions, or then we get to the left brain stuff at the end. So in order to respect the privacy of my clients, of course, I won't be sharing names or store names, business names, or or even locations. But I do think it's important to share some of these wins and the stories with you and the feedback that I've received. I've worked with some incredible retail business owners, like knock your socks off kind of business owners. And I've enjoyed working with all of my clients. And I probably have so many stories to share, but today I think I only have six or seven. Maybe down the road, I'll share another episode where I talk about the rest of them. And a lot of these are clients that I've already worked with and their sessions with me ended. And um, I have the results. I know how it worked for them and I have their feedback. So this is what I want to share today. The first example is a shopkeeper that went from programmed thinker to aligned creative. So this client has a heart of gold. And like many of us, the client had a slew of program thoughts to work through. This shopkeeper is a creative at heart and used the word creative countless times during our first few calls together. But when we worked on the shopkeeper's list of values so we could start to work on time management, the shopkeeper listed 20 other things that were important in that person's life. And finally, at the end, she said, creativity. It was the last value that she gave me. And it was a big aha moment for her. When you push the things that make you happy to the bottom of your list, you will be and feel out of alignment. So she started implementing some of the things she learned about herself during our sessions, and her revenue started to grow, and her time management, it became easier. She started delegating, and she's much happier now. So the bit of feedback that she gave me was, Kathy Cruz, thank you. Honestly, if I had not been through your coaching program, I would not have been in tune enough to see what needed the tune-up, what my stumbling blocks were, and what was holding me back. You 1,000% deserve the credit for getting me to the next level. I'm so grateful for you every day. The next example I have is a shopkeeper that went from socially anxious to socially confident. This client made some decisions around her business, probably the year before COVID and then when the pandemic hit, and the decisions just weren't making her happy. We all do it. I get it. And then the pandemic hit, which made things feel so much worse, so much so that she was only opening two days a week, I think, if I remember correctly. Her store was no longer her happy place. So take that combined with several other situations in her life, and that made her question whether she really wanted her retail business. She also questioned if she could navigate social media, putting her face on posts and showing the real her because she was hiding in a shell. Well, this client, since then, she's done some incredible things, made a lot of progress, started making decisions to reverse the initial decision. She established what she wanted to do with her business, where she wanted to head in, and she started implementing those things. She started extending her store hours. She can, she took control of her entire space again. She started fixing it up and renovating. 
And the and this is probably the thing that stood out to me the most is the way she's showing up on Instagram and social media is like I've never seen her before. She also identified a strength of hers, which is buying low and selling high. This client had an impressive profit margin. It wasn't the best I've ever seen in retail business. Now, the next shopkeeper I want to talk about, she went from solopreneur to aspiring CEO. This shopkeeper had a booth in another business at one point, but wanted more. So she grew into her own brick and mortar space and she was happy about it. It's what she wanted. There's so many of you who do that. She had business friends who never profited or understood the financials in their retail businesses and through conversations with them, she identified within herself that when she opened her brick and mortar business that she wanted to understand this part of her business. She wanted to be profitable and pay herself. So on our calls, we went through my profit balance and grow framework. And not only did she find she was profitable, but she started paying herself, even when it felt scary. And I wish I would have written down some of the things that she said about paying herself. She was funny. And she would make some some comments, um, always amusing. But again, she took the leap of faith. She knew what she wanted. And she started paying herself. So this was some of the feedback that I received from this particular person I worked with. She said, thanks to Kathy's guidance, accountability, and business acumen, we identified my goals. We took a deep dive into these topics. And when we finished, I felt like a weight had been lifted. I literally slept better. With her advice and insight, I better understood my business's metrics, how to analyze my profit and loss statement, and how to stay on track. I even began paying myself. I am now able to get out of my own way and work more efficiently and effectively. It was an empowering experience, and I strongly recommend Kathy if you're looking to take your business to the next level. The next shopkeeper is an example of someone that went from financially unsure to growing CEO. Now, this shopkeeper that I worked with, man, she is meant for retail. She is incredibly talented at buying and merchandising and just staying in her own lane and pretty incredible at customer service too. When she hired me, she had already expanded twice. So of course, like I don't want to take any credit for what she had built. Again, this retailer was impressive. She was having killer months and grew quickly. And she was at a point in her business, I think maybe two, three years into it, where she wanted to make the investment in herself so she could understand her own data, inventory, profit and loss, kind of the same things that we covered, that I covered with the other shopkeeper that I just talked about. Before she started working with me, she hired a bookkeeper just so that she could work through my profit balance grow framework with me. And she knew she when she hired the bookkeeper, it was like, get me caught up and get me all of my financials so that I can get this information and have these conversations with Kathy. For this particular shopkeeper, time management wasn't so much a focus. We did talk about it on our calls. But she does a really nice job of delegating and hiring accordingly as her business grew. But by the time our sessions ended, she was so confident about her business skills 
and about her financials and understanding them and knowing what to look for and knowing that she was, you know, for sure profitable with potential for growth was probably the biggest thing that she decided to take over a neighbor's lease. And now she's starting a second retail business. And the feedback that she gave me was, thank you again for all your knowledge. I feel so much more equipped to run a successful business. And that should really be successful businesses because that's where she's heading. I'm so excited to announce that Tundra is the official signature sponsor of the 2021 Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat. Tundra is an online wholesale marketplace for retailers and suppliers. What I really like about Tundra is that they eliminate transaction fees and markups. As a result, Tundra empowers us, both buyers and suppliers, to keep reinvesting in ourselves. As a store owner myself, I appreciate that ordering from Tundra keeps my store fresh with new, novel, and seasonal products. And if you didn't know, Tundra also offers a pro membership, so you save even more with free shipping site-wide. Ordering on Tundra saves us, retailers, time. We have one wholesale account to access thousands of brands and more than 1 million products. I'd like to give a special thank you to Tundra for sponsoring the Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat, an educational experience retailers won't forget in 2021. To learn more about Tundra, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Tundra. That's T like Tom, U-N-D-R-A. And to learn more about the upcoming retreat, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash retreat. The next shopkeeper went from overwhelmed shopkeeper to dreaming boss. This is a really good example of someone that I worked with on both the right brain and the left brain. Now, this particular shopkeeper is in a business partnership as well as running her own business. And the business partnership works great. There's a lot of mutual respect between the two of them. And she's a really good example of a partnership that works, that does work. I know we all hear the horror stories, but it's an example of one that does work. But again, this client also had her own business. And when we started working together, her overwhelm not only had her thinking she disliked what she was doing, but it was also keeping her from dreaming. She has more visions and goals in her business, but wouldn't let herself go there and didn't think she could because she was just wearing way too many hats in both her own business and in her partnership. So she started hiring, she started delegating, and I, this is one of the best parts of, the, uh, of working with her, was that at the end of our sessions, she said that she was considering hiring a personal assistant on top of the team members in her retail business. So I had already been thinking about doing a podcast episode on that topic. That is coming in the future for sure. But I give her so much credit for considering it, not only considering it, I'm pretty sure she's doing it. I'm happy to share that her business, her own business, and her partnership, they're both growing, and she now has the bandwidth and the courage to dream. She's now exploring an idea she's wanted to work on for years, and she wouldn't allow herself to go there, and she's gifting herself with that now. The next shopkeeper I want to talk about is actually a maker with an online shop. She went from data-driven to mindset curious. This is another really good example of someone I worked with on both left brain and right brain. She's a talented maker with an online store who does occasional in-person markets. 
She hired me in more of a consulting role, the left brain, but our calls have actually led to doing work on the right brain. After working with her for some time, it was apparent she wanted to lean into the left, into the data, but where she was really struggling with was the right brain, her mindset. And this is where clients experience discomfort the most. And discomfort can really keep you from having those tough conversations, either with a coach or on your own with yourself. Having those conversations about her mindset makes her extremely uncomfortable, but we're working on it, and I can't wait to see what she does for her life and business. Obviously, this is a client that I am still working with. And then I think the last example I have is a shopkeeper who went from uninformed retailer to growing e-commerce business owner. This is a client, this is a shopkeeper that for sure hired me more in the consultant role. And we spent time looking at her profit and loss statement. She was doing her own bookkeeping and she was doing a, a nice job of it. Actually, another shopkeeper that I just talked about earlier, she was doing a nice job of it too until she hired someone, but it was time to let it go. And that's exactly what this e-commerce store owner wanted to do. She wanted to feel empowered. Again, I think you see a pattern. She wanted to feel empowered by understanding her profit and loss statement before she delegated it to a bookkeeper. And what I appreciated about this shopkeeper is that she was focused on the grow part of my framework. There's the profit balance grow. She knew that she was balancing things well, She was profiting well because she could see her own profit and loss statement. She wanted to focus on the growth. So once we dug into her profit and loss statement and asked all of the questions about what was going on, and again, she was doing really well, she started to determine there were areas in her business that she could make improvements so that she could grow. And she wanted to pay herself. And she started to do all of those things. And the one bit of feedback that I received from this shopkeeper is she said, I have so many concrete steps to take and have already reached out to sign on with the bookkeeper I had talked with. So I think my hope is after sharing these examples with you is that you not only understand the difference between coaching and consulting, but more importantly, that you can see there are retailers making the investment in themselves and it's paying off. The investments I personally made for coaches were not, not, they haven't been small investments. They were scary and almost nauseating. But when I invest in myself, it means I'm doubling down on myself. And this is something I'm really proud of because I could choose to hide in my shell. You know, that's the place where we feel comfortable constantly feeling, though, like I could be more and do more. But I actually have chosen to step into the discomfort because personal and business growth are just too important to me. And let me tell you, I experienced lots of discomfort along the way. Now, I can be the right fit for you, and maybe I'm not. You know, the point of this podcast episode isn't necessarily for me to pitch my services to you. If coaching is something you've considered, I genuinely want you to find the person that you want to work with. I just hope this was helpful to you. I do have some spots open for one-on-one coaching. The sessions will start after the retreat. I have to give myself some time to get all the 
T's crossed and I's dotted for the retreat. Make sure everyone has an incredible experience there, and then I'll be working with some more clients in the future. If you do have any questions about that, you can visit shopkeepersacademy.com and you'll see the product listing for one-on-one coaching if that interests you. So one more thing, a new Shopkeeper Story series is starting next week. For the next four weeks, you'll hear me interview four of the maker artists from the Shopkeepers Lab Group. And I'm really excited about this because I think the past two series I've done, I interviewed Master Shopkeepers members. But this time I'm interviewing members of the Shopkeepers Lab. Specifically, I'm interviewing the makers. If you're a brick and mortar store owner, I highly recommend listening to these episodes too. You'll get a lot of insight into these other type of retail businesses and business owners, the business owners that we, most of us, tend to buy from, the people that make their own products and sell them online and wholesale. I genuinely feel like no matter what kind of retail business we own, we can all learn from each other. We know that for sure. You know that for sure if you're in the lab, we all learn from each other. These incredibly brave and talented women have stories and we laugh a lot. And they're sharing some of their growing pains and the things that they've learned along the way. And they're all unique and very interesting. So I highly recommend you sticking around for the next four episodes to listen to their stories. So to all of the shopkeepers who have trusted me over the past year or two as I worked with one-on-one clients, thank you. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for taking this journey with me. I hope it has been a great experience for you. It's been a great experience for me. It was an honor. It's an honor anytime someone books me for one-on-one coaching. I truly, truly enjoy it. At some point during this year, I actually considered cutting that out of my business model, but I just enjoy it too much. So the one thing that I identified, and for those of you who maybe struggle with juggling at all, I just identified that I had to focus on a reasonable amount of one-on-one clients instead of trying to accommodate everyone. It's just became too challenging, but it is not going away. I enjoy it way too much. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, you can visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 87. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.